0: We are two mothers who loved exploring the depth of life in all its shapes. Here we want to create a space to look at the transition into motherhood, what it might look like in different traditions and cultures, conscious parenting, the sacredness of birth, and the postpartum universe. By sharing stories, inviting guests, and together reconnect to the wisdom of our womb, and mother earth through different
1: practices hey everybody it's daniel speaking thank you so much for tuning in this week from now on i'm going to be sharing a little introduction just to let you know what's going to be happening in the show because we do go down some rabbit holes when we begin and we start sharing stories. But I just think that's the beauty of bringing two mothers together, exploring this space. So thank you for tuning in and I really hope that you're enjoying the podcast. We came together to do this podcast to really go deep into some subjects and to offer some information based on the research that we have made. And also stories that we've come across on our journey and obviously our own story so that we can share share our own truths and connect you to other mothers as well and and also other people that can support you and resources that can bring you closer to your own truths and beliefs. And really that's our driving force with this is that mothers and families can be well informed to make a decision that's best for them and for their baby. And so this is probably going to be one of the last podcasts where it's just me and Angelica. We've decided to open it up to guest speakers. So we're going to have some incredibly inspiring people on the show to share information with you and to share their stories. And this really came through because we realized how much how much uh, we've been given from podcasts and social media the things that we wouldn't have found if we just googled something and we want to connect you to the people that we love as well and so as you know we've mentioned this before this is a first for us and we're faced every week with things happening in our own personal life and things that come up when we start to go into a a topic, because Angelica Angelica and I are both very new into motherhood. Um, Aluna, Angelica's daughter, is 14 months old, I think. And Araya is 11, coming up 11 months. So yeah, it can be raw at times. And we are um, really wanting to put this out and juggle in our own uh, work life, business life aside of this. So if you ever feel that you want to support us, we would really, really appreciate your support. We have a new Patreon membership that's that we just opened last week, actually. And so I'm going to put the information into the show notes. And we have three tiers. So the first one starts at... Uh, dollars and basically you get access to the discord community that we keep speaking about, amazing community where you can be anonymous and get support and ask questions that maybe you wouldn't ask on your usual social media or you don't have the support network to connect to. We're also offering a discount at Angelica's store online and we are going to be posting full moon and new moon ceremonies for people in the first tier. And in the second tier, we're going to be including PDFs and worksheets from the episodes, as well as everything mentioned above, and also any um, meditations or extra recordings that we make will be posted in there. And in the final tier, you will be getting all the above that i just mentioned plus plus access to my sacred pregnancy course and that is just filled with loads of tools and resources and exercises to to be a guide through your pregnancy and that's really rooted in meditation and yoga and different art practices but also i did do many uh, recordings on um, the psychological aspect and facing your fears, um, and yeah, just overall preparing for welcoming this little human into the world. And you can click on the link and you can see all the, the topics that I cover in that. Angelica has just created a postpartum care vouchers as well, which will be going into that tier. And then we're also offering discount for any private sessions or online courses that we are offering. So, oh, and another thing, when we do get yes on, we are going to ask them kindly if they would like to uh, gift us something for our beloved patrons. And so that's what I wanted to share. It kind of, I, we didn't know whether we wanted to put the patron up, but as we're noticing this has taken a lot of our energy and we love doing it. But also this would help us so much with our own life goals and other courses that we want to participate in so that we can share the information with you. So every little helps. So in today's show, we are going to be looking at what a birth plan is, or maybe you've heard it called a birth preference sheet. We'll be looking at why it's important and how it can help us to challenge our own beliefs and values to really uncover what is true to us. What What is our belief system around childbirth and what do we need, what do we desire at this time and how can we communicate this with our birthing tribe and also be able to communicate it with the people closest to us so that we can overcome any fears with education and compassion. We will be dropping in and out of our own story and also looking at the areas to really dive into when you're asking yourself these questions. And also to complement this episode, I am recording a meditation, a guided meditation to really set your senses alive and feel, see, taste, hear. Is there any other senses? (laughs) What it would be like going into labor and then bringing your baby into the world. So I'm gonna be putting that on the Patreons page along with a list of questions that you can ask yourself and that you can go through with your, your birthing partner or any support that you have to bring some light to these areas thank you so much for listening and i hope that you enjoy the show bye welcome everybody to the depths of motherhood podcast we're so happy to be sharing this space with you today so let's open up with a little meditation just noticing how your body feels can you check in very quickly with all areas of your body and see if there's anything you're holding on to. I can feel mine around my neck, which is very common for me. So I'm gonna take some movements, release my neck, release my shoulders, mm. open up my chest. How's your breath today? Now, I just want you to feel that space in between your shoulder blades, behind your heart. Take whatever movements you need to really feel that space there. And when you've got it, guide your breath to that space. And it's almost as though that space is getting a massage as you breathe. And imagine now that there is a hand that is placed in between that space. A loving hand guiding you, reminding you. And just notice how it feels to be held be supported through all of the waves that arise in your day. And then knowing that every day you are being offered messages and insights to remember to remember the wisdom of your ancestors. For so long we've been beaten down silenced and coming to these moments to feel yourself be held to listen without any expectations. You will start to notice things present in themselves to you in your day. And you'll be offered these gifts of peace and wisdom. You let your body melt. You let go of the fear. Let your walls down and allow yourself to receive. It might not be in line with everything that you hope for right now, but these messages are for you and you are deeply loved. And take in five breaths, connecting to your loving support, your past, present, your future. When you're ready, coming back to the space, noticing where you are. And welcome to this week's episode. Welcome Angelica. Welcome Danielle. <laughs> <laughs> Thank welcome <you>. everyone else. <laughs> How are you, my love?
0: Wow. I am here. <laughs> big yawn I am here. I am here. I am very relaxed. I just finished a yoga before this. Yeah. Just right now. And then entering the this call also with this wonderful meditation just has me like flowing.
1: Mm. <laughs> like I'm on a cloud right now.
0: How are you feeling? <laughs>
1: I am feeling good, I'm feeling inspired and at the same time feeling motherhood, (laughs) we spoke about this of yeah having all this inspiration coming through and kind of making the time for it to come to for all these creations to come through when they're ready and not forcing anything and yeah pushing ourselves over the edge. But I am very excited to go into this topic today of birth preparation or your birth plan. And I'm just going to give a little opening introduction to this to let the listeners know where we're going to go with this. And then we can talk about our own experience as well. So um, when the birth preparation episode came up, I... I thought to myself, how can we make this interesting? And Angelica reminded me, this is one of the most interesting topics that we're gonna speak about because this is, this is the place where you become empowered and educated and you start to tune into your beliefs and your values around birth, all these things that have been taken away from us. So I realized that I had uh, pushed this aside for whatever reasons. And when I dug a little bit deeper and I found my own uh, birth uh, preference sheet, I realized how much work I put into it. And actually, it was the catalyst for the way that I decided to have my birth and also the reason why I'm sat here today sharing this information and being curious and going deeper. So I'm so grateful for, uh, for this, for being able to be curious, explore and find information because we have... An abundance of information just ready to be received and it's really filtering through the stuff that serves us and what doesn't and what's true and what isn't so today we'll be discussing the birth plan and also I wanted to share an insight that I had as I was preparing and it was what I realized looking through my own um, my own birth preferences was that I had one that was really going deep and it was a discussion, a dialogue with myself and my fears and what I would like, my hopes and desires. And then I had another one that was very simple and was more to be presented to um, whoever was in my birth and tribe or if I was to go to the hospital. Really, you have this, this chance to go deeper into what you desire and what is meaningful to you and where you would like some more information. And the birth plan was envisioned to help parents prepare for the birth on a physical, emotional and spiritual level. And it was also then a way to communicate your needs to the tribe that you were welcoming in so that you were all singing off the same song sheet. And The birth plan is an evolving document. That's how I like to see it. And I think there's been some issues with the birthing plan or the birthing preference sheet because if you get stuck on an idea, on an expected outcome, and you fight for that so much, it can be really harmful. And you are stuck in this position where you're no longer going with the flow of birth and all the beauty that it brings with it. You're holding on to this idea when as we've explored this before in the previous episodes it has its own pathway it has its own journey and it has its own wisdom to bring to you but that being said it's so important that we can gather information and reflect on our beliefs around births and keep this as an ongoing discussion and most plans that you will see online when i googled it uh, the plans are sometimes complicated sometimes very wordy and sometimes out of date I saw one where it still had um the question would you like to be shaved or would you like to have an enema and that is really old school that's the interventions they used to do I don't even know when and it sounds super scary but yeah so things like that that just don't seem in line and you could just be answering questions that are not really meaningful to you or to the Uh, provider that you're connecting with they might not do that so you don't really have to um, go through it I mean you can ask them is this something that you're going to do they say no okay you don't have to put that on your birthing preference sheet because it's not going to come forward anyway and the the birth plan is an approach to labor rather than a term to um, create a specific outcome and so the first one that I just wanted to share was the discussion birth plan or preference sheet. And this is the communication tool that you can use during pregnancy to help you with your partner, with your birthing tribe, and really just open up to any concerns or questions um, or preferences that you may have. And remember in the last episode, we talked about BRAIN, the acronym, which is um, the benefits of it, the risks, the alternatives, the intuition, and what if you say no. So that's one thing that you can use with these. And just remember, like the doctors or the nurses, midwives, if you're going to a hospital, if even with other alternative providers, they might have different opinions and experiences and beliefs. So having someone there supporting you to really anchor in on what you want and not feel pressured in any way. So that's the the first plan I I was talking about. And then the second one is if you have to go to hospital, hospital plan. And so... This is like was like a plan B for me, which ended up being the plan. (laughs) But and I never even took the sheet in in the end anyway, but it was just basically bullet points. And I also had images that were showing um, the care providers. This is what I want. This is what I, I don't want. And that just helped me to feel comfortable. And I know that if someone was presented with that, it would be very easy to read and they could they could support me in my desires through through labor. So that's all I wanted to share and open up with on that, but I now would love to know your insights, Angelica, and what you did with your, do you call it birth plan or birth uh,
0: preferences? Um, I would call it birth plan, (laughs) birth plan, and also you you were touching that a little bit about the different birth plans and how they can look and how you can have a birth plan A and then a birth plan B and or you know there um let's say that you want to do it at home and your birth plan A is your dream birth and you want to you know have whomever you want to be there. Yeah as you said your preferences and and then the plan b and that's where yeah i'll share my story i was really really focused on my dream birth and i was doing a lot of visualizations and i did a um a birth what do you call it now the um when you you put up like pictures and um, like on a piece of paper
1: yeah like affirmations and things yeah I thought like it was
0: more um there's a word for it but anyway I you know I had I had it on the wall uh, above my um my birth my whole oh my god I'm losing all of it today Your like birth yeah, altar. You my <laughs> altar yes it was I got like you. my baby altar but then also my <laughs> thank you it was also like the birth altar I had pictures that I had painted uh, with affirmations, and I had this you know um, piece of paper where I had written down all of the dreams and all of the pictures that was inspiring me and I kept looking at these every day so that would be you know I would work towards Towards that goal, but I was also at the same time so open to that this is nothing that I can control whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but kept communicating to my with my baby, and but then also my partner was with me and educated himself as much as I did, and we did it together as a team. And he was so interested in this; like he was the best doula I could ever have. <laughs> so That's he incredible. knew already that. Okay, if Plan A doesn't go the way we want, in this case, we wanted to free birth, we wanted to be at home, just the two of us um, he knew that i would I would not want any type of interventions, I wouldn't want um lights, I wouldn't want you know a lot of sound around um so he would know that he would have to be the papa bear to protect that environment so that I could just be undisturbed and, you know just feel open and, um, you know, um, protected and well-nourished basically. In that my, mostly that my environment was respected but this was also, we had studied already and heard so many stories about hospital births. So yeah he kind of knew already what he needed to do so I wouldn't have to like get you know pull my strength out of my being deep into this birthing process saying no or you know Mm. uh, just being pulled out of my own process all the time because it's very disturbing and uh but I did not you know we didn't plan for plan b and Mm -hmm. I can now in I did you know at the end I was like okay you know what we live on an island far away <laughs> um, I have like cows and sheep as neighbors but we did have an older copper couple couple a little closer by so I went by when it started to get close and said hey you know we're giving birth at home if we would need to go to hospital would you assist because they were so they were always at home so. So they were happy to do that. So, and then also I found out that there were, even though the hospital was maybe two or three hours away from us, we had the ambulances, like a station was maybe maybe 10, 15 minutes away from us. So I felt kind of like, well, you know what? There's help to get if I need it. Um, Afterwards, I mean, my birth was absolutely amazing. But uh, even though... The aftermath and and studying the way I do now, I I feel it was maybe a little too naive, maybe you know, like it's I I felt like okay next time I will have like a proper um, a plan. <laughs> And maybe write it down. So also, if maybe maybe my partner would pass out, or you know, you never know what's gonna happen. So maybe it's good to write down the things that you <clears throat> that you want and don't want. Mm. Um, and also to pack a bag. You know, like mm-hmm. okay, let's say I go in from the home, and and I just have that bag with you know maybe little candles, maybe things that makes this room feel a little bit more at home. Uh, I know you're not, you know, able to bring candles to the hospital, but you can bring the ones that have the LED ones. Exactly. And you can just bring these little things that, um, that makes you feel like more comfortable. You can wear, you can even like, okay, I want to birth in this dress, you know, (laughs) I want to birth as a goddess. And it's a comfortable, really nice dress. And, you know, just this little, little things that makes, this ceremony even more special to you because it's you know your you and your baby's ceremony basically Mm. um so yeah and then also I'm thinking about so that's like thoughts that I've had about it but I'm thinking about okay what if you just want yeah like there's no question about like hey um I think like there are 99 percent of the people giving birth or like it's a very high rate in a way that give birth at hospital and they want to do that and they feel safe there but what still what can I do to make this experience you know beautiful um, so we can still also have a birth plan and, and write down our wishes and needs and And once again, have this communication with our partner. And Mm -hmm. if our partner doesn't feel comfortable doing it, because I've I've met women where it's like, yeah, you know what? My partner, he wasn't really, you know, he wasn't the type of man who would protect me in the hospital the way I wanted it to. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. maybe you have a doula or a sister or a friend or someone who, that you trust and that completely understands what you're asking. And that those people are, you know, with you at this time.
1: Mm. Well, thank you for sharing your story as well, your birthing story. And it, when you were talking about a leader and him becoming educated, I almost wanted to cry when you said that, because that is that is a massive movement in my eyes to have this as a family uh, evolu- evolution of childbirth, of educating ourselves and not being stuck in the old ideas and beliefs around childbirth. And even when I was speaking to my family or my friends and I would tell them certain things about cord cutting or lotus birth or whatever it was, they were surprised. And also they didn't have the knowledge about certain things that I was finding out. And I think they thought that I was crazy for for doing this, for putting, they they saw it as pressure on myself and on Elan, but I, there was no doubt about it, this was the way that I was going with um, this pregnancy, I wanted to know everything there was to know, and I wanted to share this with Elan, my partner, and I think it felt so comforting for me to be able to see questions or explore certain um, Topics within pregnancy and birth, and ask him, What are your fears around this? What are your concerns? What don't you know? What do you want to know? And it's not that he would go off and go and watch YouTube channels all day, but I would look and then we would come at the end of the day and I would give him the information he needs and he would share with me his concerns about being the only one there at the birth. And the most important thing that we did, which was so helpful because we needed it, we had a a document that had all the numbers on that we needed to to get to the hospital, and there was a moment when I said, "Okay, this is too much." <laughs> and that's always the moment <laughs> when the baby's about to come, and we both knew this. We'd read stories, we'd been listening to stories, and he says, "You know, you know she's coming, right? you really want me to do this?" And he looked me in the eye and he said, "Do you want me to call?" And I was like. I need some support. And he looked and he waited. He wasn't, he wasn't fearful. Mm. He just looked me in the eye and said, okay, I'll do that for you. He just wanted to make sure, but he never throughout the whole thing pressured me into doing anything I didn't want to do. And Mm. I just think education is key with this and having these questions um, available to explore because sometimes we don't even know what we should be questioning because it is so, Ingrained in our society, the things that we do, the processes that we have. And really, through this whole thing, I haven't had that many speak- people to speak to. It was only you that I knew was on the same wavelength as me, who actually guided me to amazing books, to podcasts, to YouTube channels, all these things. And then I was able to get a bigger toolbox and have a bigger tribe who were also digging deeper into this.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And oh wow, I love like I just got a picture of when when you said an Elon did that. And um it's also like in the middle of that when you're when you feel like I can't do it anymore, then we're like so close. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's like yeah, we're right there. I was like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I don't believe
0: yeah, what they like say yeah and I remember also saying to her later like how much is it left how much is it left yeah. how and many he hours can we do this and he said, yeah and he just said it's really close and I was, and I looked at him awesome. and I was like I didn't believe him at the same time it was the most comforting thing I could ever have received at that moment
1: and mm.
0: he's like it's so close
1: and I was like okay you know <laughs> sending love <laughs> just, out uh, sending love out to them amazing strong men wow yeah and i mean there are so they're so
0: amazing um yeah one woman that we also gonna have uh on next week oh no in two weeks um she like they have just this absolutely amazing toolbox for for hospital births as well and that's why i loved to this is a community called own your birth yes I want to actually
1: tell the audience what you said I have the speech (laughs) can I share it before you go in yeah please. because I I haven't oh I loved it I'm just going to read the first paragraph so this is what Angelica shared with own your birth that's right isn't it own your birth who supported (laughs) you through your pregnancy and I'm going to read it off now it's so beautiful to me owning your birth means to remember and reclaim our innate wisdom and great courage taking full responsibility for the mental physical and spiritual body to honor the sacred path of pregnancy and birth Knowing it is our birthright the way our hearts desire Ah, oh, nailed it love it oh.
0: so that's that is my words for what owning your birth means to me mm. and you can find it on their website and you know they really opened my eyes to um a broader perspective and ways to see that because obviously I was so going going into the I'm doing this by myself like I am doing a free birth this is my way but to really the way they educated people and all the experts that they brought on brought on to their Mm -hmm. programs and to the zoom meetings just really once again opened my eyes to that wherever i think i mentioned it before i'm gonna say it again i'm gonna say it so many (laughs) more times it's just wherever you feel safe the most important thing is that you feel that you give birth on your terms wherever you want it and how you want it Mm -hmm. and um, and then that the rest of the environment just have to adapt to that and they have to make sure that you you know, once again, you're being you're being well nourished, and you're not being disturbed. So, yes, I also have this is like a sheet that I have from my doula program that I did here in the Andes, the Wachacui uh, sacred birthway, it's called, and she is writing that in a healthy, well nourished physiologically open woman who is upright mobile and leaning forward and in an environment that respects her need for privacy with a baby who's already in an ideal position the process of birth takes around four to eight hours in the first time baby and two to four hours for subsequent babies or less this could be the duration of a truly undisturbed physiological birth process. Mm. Wow. We are not being told this. We are always being told at the hospitals that the first birth is always, it could be really, really long and it could be, you know, it's mo- probably the hardest one. Mm-hmm. And then, but why is that? Because we are not being mentally and
1: spiritually
0: mm. and physically prepared. And we are not being supported in this moment. So yeah. Uh, once again coming back to yeah and this is like these numbers absolutely amazes me because you know if you are uh, you know full healthy you know fully healthy Mm -hmm. woman with a healthy baby everything is as it's supposed to which is most of the time it is and
1: and if it's not the time isn't it mind or the Mm intervention yes
0: yes it is the intervention because it is impacting um our stress hormones and when we are being stressed the birth process stops yeah so this is how to say it in simple words (laughs) we can you Uh know and we want to emphasize all this oxytocin and all these you know happy feelings and that is what is helping us to expand and and you know coming in or being in a hospital uh, once again being disturbed all the times with all these checkups that has no really um yeah we're gonna talk more about these um in yes. another episode <laughs> wow. but you know once again educate yourself make sure and and also listen to your intuition like mm-hmm. be um and be curious and and know that you know birth it's a love it's an action of love mm-hmm. birth is an action of love and we also need that people understand it as that way, as this ceremony, as this is, and it's huge, and it needs to be respected. So once again, even make like funny, like this is, I saw this woman, a Swedish woman, uh, I think it was her Instagram, and she had, um, yeah, she had planned for a hospital birth, but she had also educated herself and decided to, okay, what interventions am I okay with? What am I not? If it's not, you know, of course, um, of course I'm talking if it has to be or if you're in a dangerous situation of course there needs to be intervention but mm-hmm. until then no so she had put on her birth plan on the you know on the front door of the hospital or into her room and it said you know, it was so funny she had uh, put candies on it, all of it and said hey you know hey birth team like your midwives uh, make sure you give yourself a good snack you deserve it <laughs> uh, for the hard work that you're doing and then also like I don't want to a vitamin k shot but she kind of had a had rhymes and she made it like kind of Funny, you know, I thought that was a great idea as well. To make that is a great idea, the pressure off a little, they're not going to forget that. Also, take pressure off for the midwives because I I know, once again, they're doing their absolute best from what the education that they have and the system that they need to follow. But also, we need to know that we do not have to follow their system because there are no, um. It's not a law, and then we are responsible for our own health. And this was something that that came up today. I spoke to my mom this morning, and she said, "Oh, they're taking away all the restrictions on COVID, and you know, I'm so happy." And and they say that, yeah, every person is responsible, like to to be to be careful and and to take care for the health. And I was like, but since when did we were we not responsible to take care of our own health? since when
1: In, uh, exactly. i mean it is,
0: we are
1: the orchestrator of our lives yeah and uh, you know when you say that i, I feel uh, there's a lot coming through of um this movement being mocked almost as though okay mm-hmm. we don't have a certification we didn't go to university who are we to say but mm. hello, we we have all the information out there and we have a right to ask questions and we have a right to put our preferences forward. And when you said about the hospital birth, it just triggered something in my mind of, I keep thinking of my preferences to be at home and then plan B to be in the hospital. But what if you have um, your preference A is in hospital, but then you end mm. up birthing at home? So I think... Even yeah. whatever you have in your mind to go through these questions to know what are you going to do if the cord is around the baby's head or is it normal to have bleeding or you not know, all these questions that you can ask in the, the birth plan to yourself in the discussion to yourself and ask, okay, if this happens, what am I going to do? So if it doesn't happen, fine, but you are you are getting yourself educated and you can support other mothers and other families in the future with this so and prepare
0: yourself that yeah. is I think it's to prepare ourselves sorry for interrupting you but you know it's exactly that that what if you're planning to go to the hospital and then you're you you do not even have time and you give birth in the in you know in the hallway on your way yeah. out mm-hmm. and then people and mothers I've heard these stories and mothers freak out and yeah. think that if I don't have medical health everything's going to go wrong yeah. so just yeah. to have the knowledge that everything is okay it's an in divine time you mm-hmm. know yeah and have these tools to know and be prepared because once again yeah you can there are people who are giving birth in taxis in the <laughs> toilet and see you know, all their instagram <laughs> all, yeah so no matter what the plan is to have some kind of tools and knowledge to know yeah. that one, okay also going back to we have done this forever and ever and ever and there is no one else giving birth but ourselves it's you and the baby totally. so all these other people who are around they don't really do much you know yeah. they can of course yeah. I mean in, in many ways but in another way it's you and the baby who's doing in the that, work. Moment,
1: so, yeah. in and that moment yeah and that's why all of the preparation beforehand is so important and also including people to support you unraveling the mind unraveling your fears beforehand and we're going to go deeper into that in another episode of really getting deep into your fears because they're subconscious so you don't even know what questions you should be asking yourself and when it comes to that moment and they surface and if you can't anchor yourself in and connect to your breath and allow your body to go with um with the flow I was saying but let your body flow with this Then that, for example, that was my, that was my point. That was my block that my mind and my memories and my wounds came up and it scared the shit out of me and I lost my breath and I started to pass out to avoid the situ to avoid the experiences, the sensations that were coming up. And so that's one thing. And and that gets me excited for the next time round of I'm starting now already just getting deeper. What are my fears? What's coming up? And, um, there was something else that I wanted to say that really helped me, but I think I've forgotten what it was right now. (laughs) Were you going to add something there, Angelica?
0: Um, No, I'm just thinking that there are so many options um, also, not in every country, but in in some countries also too. There are birthing centers and there are, you know, um, hospitals that have more, let's say, more rooms that are, not as a maybe like hospital room (laughs) that it's quite sterile and and just really white and so this is also something that so why i'm saying this is that um for yeah for thousands of years and also science backed this up and also all the women who has given birth can probably say the same that having light this strong strong light is really disturbing um So uh, birthing centers, there's one in Ecuador, for instance, that have, it's just absolutely incredible, this little mamita who is super wise, and they have painted the whole room in brown. All the tools that are in the room are, you know, for you to birth towards the earth, like with the... Oh my gosh, that's uh, amazing. How do you say it? You're, You're calling it, what do you call it? The... it's (laughs) it's <laughs> no but it's like it's pulling right like everything what is it that pulls everything down vortex? Like, to no not vortex we are what what gravity. makes everything stay on earth gravity, gravity. Thing. yes so gravity. we use gravity and it's and it's um there was even a mamita that was asked here like why how did you give birth? She was like at home. Like, what question is that? <laughs> and, <laughs> and she said, "So, in what position?" And she just looked at her, like you know, like she was a crazy woman. Like, what do you ask in what position I gave birth in? Of course, towards Earth. Hmm. And it's interesting wow. because, yeah, for them, course. it's still, it's, it's still like passed on in, yeah, in many generations. And, um, so also like there are opportunities. To look at. What you have in your country, in your, you know, Mm. um, yeah, that could support you in your, you know, whatever your dream is, and that is also something that I did. I was so focused on my dream rather than complications, Mm -hmm. and then also I was working through fear, so I didn't do any bypassing in that way, I just didn't Mm. have my second. I didn't have plan B like super planned out. Yeah. I just knew that I can call this number and my partner knows what to do. <laughs> I can just yeah. like, lean back and do the rest of the work just create baby. Um, wow. But also it was just being, um, yeah, just really working and communicating with my baby. And I, I mentioned this before, like put your hands on your, like I was in, week 30 something it's time for you to put your hands on your womb and or on your belly and so that you know that you can yeah. come out smoothly and so we can cooperate better <laughs> you and I and there's all these little ways and then but also working through the fear so it's just absolutely so helpful it's triggering and it's ugly and you don't want to say it you don't want even want to say it out loud sometimes like I'm afraid that I won't make it or I'm afraid that my baby won't make it, but to actually put it into words yeah. doesn't make it true, but and, we can and, look at it and we can explore it and then we can release it. And I, you know, I was given beautiful tools, how to do that and work with a fire and write down all these things. And me and my partner got to discuss all of these things. And then we just gave it to the fire and say, okay, transform these
1: now. That's I love that. We used a lot of artwork. So the things that Elon didn't want to face, I would draw my fears out, and that would bring about a conversation because it would stir emotions in him. And one of mm. mine was was bleeding, and I hope to get someone on the podcast to go deeper into art therapy through pregnancy because it was it yeah. was just such a big tool for us. And yeah. one thing, Same
0: here. absolutely beautiful, Amazing. big advice,
1: yeah. <laughs> Yeah, get this person on, come on. one of the other things that I've been seeing a lot is um, online is this idea of going with the flow. I know I said that earlier, but going with the flow and meaning um, not having a birthing plan, just twisting your body. But then what comes up with that is um, you're handing over your power, Because you might not... Going with the flow might mean you're not educating yourself or just going with the next thing that comes up and not really understanding all the things that we just spoke about of being educated, of facing our fears, looking at our beliefs, all these things, that can come alongside the surrender. But I feel like the two need to come together to really uh, support this movement of empowered birth. And Mm. yeah, it just... You know, it brought up a memory of my grandma, actually, because she birthed all of her children, three children at home. And she also was there when her friend gave birth. And she would tell me these stories like it meant nothing. Just like, yeah, yeah, birth at home. And then the midwife would come and she'd have to stay in bed for two weeks with her stomach wrapped. And um, yeah, it wasn't really a big deal. But then when I told her I wanted to have a home birth, it was like, you can't do that. It's dangerous. You need to be in a hospital. And it's so interesting to see a woman who who gave birth at home was now brainwashed by the system and thinking that we we need them, that we need them to have a healthy and safe birth. And that was very interesting to me, but at the same time, I know her fears was based on her lack of education as well. She was literally going with the flow.
0: <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah, well, well. This just brings up a lot for me. And I, you know, I really feel for people who are, you know, where fear is ingrained. And I, my wish is really for all women to explore this, you know, depths of um, what is ours and what is not ours. What has been put into me that is not really my belief, so that is not really the truth. Um, that we start opening ourselves to different different ways of doing things and once again I am not like yeah I I'm gonna give birth to all my kids at home if if yeah if my wish will (laughs) come true you know um but it doesn't I'm not saying that I don't respect other women's choices and I I really really do I really do Um, And I also want to add that um, there was a study, I think I mentioned this to you, Danielle, there was a study that was made in Mexico where uh, due to that there are, um, how do I say this? So there were, there's so like the majority of the Mexican women are giving birth at home. And because of that, you could do a study um, because there are so many women, right, who are birthing at home. And the question to the study was, why or what is the reason that you go, that let's say if you've been home and then you, you're being transferred to the hospital, what is the reason? So the biggest reason was due to being tired. That, okay, I am feeling tired. I've been doing this for some time now and I need support. It was not... Yeah um emergency so there was like uh, yeah I can't remember but like the percentage that it was uh actually like an actual emergency was like 0.01 or you know something like very 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 small yeah so also to give that out I think it's quite it's quite interesting and I Mm -hmm. think important to look at and that will add myself to that statistic for sure exhaustion yeah and it's so normal it's so so normal and it's really common of course every woman gets exhausted or I'm not going to say everyone because I don't know maybe some people you know birth in an hour and then they're like Woo time for dinner yes yeah,
1: so, um, I don't really know what I'm talking about here you're <laughs> but- doing great I love I love these I can't even say statistics can't even say it anymore I've gone through my cup of yeah, cacao and
0: everything. Is, <laughs> yeah and really you know just I what I wish that 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 we everyone does today is because there's so much information out there and I know that it's oh wow it's just exhausting and it's been even for me many times being curious and and questioning things all the time and I'm just like oh oh my god I don't even know how to make sense out of all of this yeah but be curious Mm -hmm. do question Mm -hmm. we need to do that we can't just walk around waiting for people to tell us what to do no and this is a this is something that I think like an, an environment that we have grown up into since we were kids that you know we someone are being told what to do Yes, yeah, okay. someone us keeps telling us don't do this don't do that do it this way do it that way yeah, some system some we're religion that, exactly we're not given an, an i think an opportunity to really Um, trust and explore our intuition and trust to do things wrong sometimes we mess up you know and then but then we try again and then we could try something new or yeah
1: um,
0: I know we're talking about birth now but then also (laughs) it's it's so just you know it's on the little thing the the little micro thing that also affects our macro um, experiences so completely going through this and
1: asking these questions has made me so much more curious about every single thing that i do in life especially with having a raya and i do think it helps having some kind of structure to ask these questions and um i am going to put some questions out into the patreon so if you're on our patreon i'm going to share a list of questions that uh, that helped me and also i have evolved this with uh, research i've done just so that you can explore other topics that might be presented during this time and also I'm going to record a guided visualization to take you through each stage so that you can see and feel what feels good uh, to you during your labor and after you've given birth and this will just help you to to really feel through all your senses what makes you feel good and what doesn't make you feel good and it will help you with your birthing plan and like I said at the beginning as well this is this document is alive and it wants you to keep coming back to it to see what feels right for you because it will change as you learn things there were things that need to be adapted so i did mine on the computer because i was always changing it when i got new information and i for one of my birth plans i did it through the stages through the active stages um, of labor and then postpartum along with other things but the other way to do it is looking at your birth and environment going into your labor then asking questions about, um, you know, induction, pain relief, certain topics, you know, that will come up that maybe you don't want to ask because you know, you don't want pain relief, you know, you don't want a episiotomy. But if you just ask the question and explore it, then you're going to know what that means, you're going to know what it looks like, and the reasons why it could, um, it could cause concern if you were going to have one during your labor, or the effects of it. And then looking deeper into, what if you have to have a cesarean? What does that look like? And what can you ask for? What are your rights with this? And immediately after birth, what would you like? And what is important to you? Thinking about the placenta, you being close to your baby, any injections or um, the eye drops that they usually put in the baby's eyes, all these things, they can be explored and you can put it in a way that's easy for your mind to understand and an easy way to question it. So it doesn't have to be so complicated. It can be more enjoyable as you maybe take a question two questions every day and just see what comes up for you and just watch it evolve and come to life. And it's, Mm. yeah, it's really, it's really beautiful. It's a beautiful journey for sure.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And, um, I don't know was it you that mentioned this to me or was it it was was it yesterday that um yeah also you know having the emotional support and because when you yeah someone shared recently in a way that they they decided not to take the vitamin k shot um and then that this woman had to write down on a piece of paper like um. yeah, she had to like give her signature to say that I am responsible um, for not, you know, receiving this vitamin K shot and um, the hospital is not, you know, responsible if something happens and, and, and so on. But mm. I think it's, I, yeah, it just, it, and, but they do it in a way where they scare you Mm-hmm. and they do it in a way Shame where it's like they are shaming you yeah and you know like you know what like you are not doing what's best for your baby and system. I just want to say the system is really 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 good at putting fear and blaming and shaming a lot mm-hmm. and this is my experience and many many people's and other people's experiences and um to 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 know that it, that you know you might bump into that and and that's once again it's nice to know and have done the research before rather than because you're so vulnerable you're so open like you're still you just gave birth and then if you know a lot of people just comes running in doing all these crazy things that you are not really like I don't know do I want this do I not want this okay just go because you know I trust you so it's just nice to that's to make really a decision funny. on your own, whether you want it and then on that information that you have, you're like, yes, I want this, perfect.
1: Yes, yeah, let but it be your decision. That we do
0: informed it decisions. informed decisions. Yeah, I think that is really, really important that we do that and that we are, we are, and yes, we are the ones who are responsible for our babies. There is no one else who is that. No one is responsible for the life of our children except us
1: exactly and that's what we need to get back we we also have
0: to get back to that with with a lot of strength and courage and not with Mm -hmm. fear
1: exactly oh my god it's so interwoven isn't it the bullshit i mean and i hope that through these episodes that we're going to be offering um topics for mothers and families to be curious and i am trying to get a uh, doctor on to talk about the uh (laughs) the implications of the vitamin K shots, vitamin B, I mean hep B, the eye drops, and childhood immunization so that we can make decisions for ourselves what's best for our baby. And yeah, I've got a little friend who's arrived with a massive (laughs) smile on her face.
0: What are you doing, little
1: buddy? But
0: to wrap this up, I have a little um I have a little gift, I was going to say. now, But I would love to share also a little poem, if yes, I may.
1: please. That would be wonderful.
0: So, With Love. So, this is from Luna Maya Team Mexico. So, this is a birthing center in Mexico, in Oaxaca. And uh, so, this is how, yeah, this is just a really beautiful little poem that I received during my um, yeah pregnancy and also during my doula program from my From my teacher, and this is how it goes. To give birth naturally, one has to feel confident. What stops the course of a birth without intervention is fear fear of pain, fear to die, fear of not being able to make it. Birth flows when a woman knows that she is safe, she believes in herself, she knows her body and her spirit. She has surpassed the fear of death, of the earthly possession of a physical body. She knows that her child will be forever co-inhibited in her being. Feel your inner power. Feel the force of your hips. Feel the force of your child. Feel that you are that force. Feel your breath. Feel your feet rooted in the earth. Let yourself be carried by the crazy rhythm of birth in silence. Listen to the waves of the ocean entering your body to take you to the, to the shore, to whisper to your ear the cry of your baby. You do not need anything more than you and your awakened instinct, that instinct which years ago they have been saying that it isn't there anymore. We are alive we know how to make love. We are alive, we know how to birth with pleasure. We are alive, we know how to birth with power. We are alive, we know how to breastfeed. We are alive, we know
1: how to raise with tenderness. That was so beautiful and a perfect way to end this show. Thank you much angelica and thank you so much to everyone listening such a beautiful episode and i look forward to speaking to you soon
0: until until next time
1: until next time (laughs) bye